on this episode of This Is Game Boy, it's Mega Man from the future. Welcome to the world of tomorrow. Everybody. Welcome to a brand new episode of This Is Game Boy, the first one of 2023, um, and also our first live recording of one uh, since a few months, actually, with all the holidays and things uh. coming up. But yeah, like like always, uh, I'm Muda, and with me is E Bloody Candy. Hello. Yeah. So yeah, we're back. Um, there might be a little bit of a break between releases of episodes um, since the last slide and, and this episode. Uh, I would say our apologies, but again, it was the holidays. Like, they were in the weekend as well, which makes it even yeah, worse. Yeah, that was rough. Uh, like, you, you just don't have time to record, sadly, but whatever, we're, we're back, so. Um, yeah, uh, it's been a while since we recorded um, looking, looking at your list, apparently it's been a while. Looking at my list of games, I played not so much, but uh, yeah, let's let's just start with yours because Jesus, that's uh, that's <laughs> quite a list you got there. So like 2022, I was busy, so I streamed a total of 57 times last year. So like, give you a sense, like the year before 2021, I streamed over 200 times. So it just tells you how busy I was last year, just with stuff. And uh, December, I had no obligations. And most of January so far, I haven't had any obligations. Which means I could actually do stuff and play video games and actually, you know, live life a little bit. So um, some friends from GDQ uh, and myself, we, uh, we got together and we started doing this thing called Archipelago Multi-World Async. So, and I've been doing Minecraft and Donkey Kong Country 3 for. So what that is, is um, if, you know, if you're unfamiliar with it, is you can, there's a pool of games that you can choose from because not every game is supported right now. So say like if you want to do a Link to the Past, Super Metroid, or the Super Metroid Link to the Past combo, uh, Time Spinners, Donkey Kong 3, Minecraft, you know, there's, there's, a, there's a pool of games to choose from. And you can set up what we call a YAML file, a .yaml file. And in there, if you have a pool of, like, let's say six or seven people, five people, however many people, what's going to happen is that it's going to basically create a randomizer for all of those games. And say, like, if I'm playing with somebody that's playing Link to the Past, I could potentially find bombs, a progressive sword, um the hook shot, whatever in my games. Like if I'm playing Donkey Kong Country 3, I can find their Link to the Past items in my game mm -hmm. and they can find my DKC3 stuff in their game. So it's actually pretty cool. Uh, it's been a lot of fun. This is our this is my second one that I've done. Uh, I've done Minecraft and DKC3 for both of them. Um, the first time I did Minecraft, I had a four fix. I just... I took too much on in Minecraft. But DKC3, the first time I did it, I did Banana Bird goal. So getting all 15 Banana Birds to summon the Banana Mom to yeah. take out K. Rule. And then this time around, I did Minecraft again with a lower set of achievements. Knocked that out 
literally the first night because I had just the god mode seed for Minecraft. And then uh, doing DKC3 again this time around, but I'm doing the Krematoa tokens. So I need all five gear sprockets and a bunch of bonus coins uh, to get through Krematoa to face off against uh, K. Rulenstein. And I also shuffled my levels and shuffled the music. So I literally have gotten all of the Krematoa levels in the first two worlds of my playthrough. <laughs> so instead of world one being like the easy, like walking on a dock, my world one was Poisonous Pipeline, which if you don't know what Poisonous Pipeline in DKC3 is, it's inverted controls. So my first stage of DKC3 this playthrough had inverted controls. <laughs> so uh, we started off strong <laughs> this seed. Um, but I right now we like well, right now I'm blocked from playing DKC three because I need bonus coins to blow up the rocks in Krematoa. So I'm waiting for the other players in the pool right now to get through their games to get me my my bonus coins. So that's probably what a lot of my time has been going towards right now. It's actually been a, a ton of fun. Um, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles for the GBA. So not the platformer, not the three D beating up beat 'em up, but the two D beat 'em up, kind of like the streets of Ra- uh, the streets of rage clone, essentially. Um, it's been okay. I realized that if you play on easy, you don't fight Shredder. Yeah. So you have to play on normal to fight Shredder, and also that game on hard is effing hard. <laughs> like that game is brutal on hard. So thank God I don't have to play it on hard to get the good ending. <laughs> um, Michael Jackson Moonwalker for the Sega Genesis. By the way, amazing game. Also, if you want Thriller in the graveyard sequence, you need to play the version 1.0 Japanese version if you want Thriller, which is the version I played and uploaded to YouTube because I wanted Thriller. <laughs> uh, otherwise, if you get the version 1.1 worldwide release, that one doesn't have Thriller. It's just, I forgot what it plays instead. Um... Speaking of Streets of Rage 2, I did Streets of Rage 2 for the Genesis as well. Uh, not, I, I get why people adore that game, but uh, I definitely prefer Streets of Rage 3, which I haven't beaten yet because that game is a lot harder. <laughs> but uh, it's a fun game. It's a fun beat-em-up. Uh, recently went through Mario Land 2 for the Game Boy just because I needed a long play quick. Uh, don't need to talk about that disaster of a game. Um... <laughs> Did Days Before Christmas, so every year on Christmas Eve or Christmas, I played Days Before Christmas. Uh, I still have never played the Genesis version of the game. I've only ever played the Super Nintendo version. Uh, so maybe next year, or this year rather, I'll do the Genesis version. We'll see. Uh, did Follow the Foot Clan for the Game Boy Long Play. Doom for the Game Boy Advance. By the way, if you're looking for a good Doom port, like if you can't get like an old like ibm computer setup or if you don't want to like go through the whole like dos box thing doom for the game boy advance is pretty legit not bad the graphics are a little ebb because game boy advance but the music is good it's fluid there's no lag it's it's pretty it's a pretty good port yeah uh, unless, which I unless you're like me because then you're gonna throw off. yeah yeah <laughs> i can't say the same for wolfenstein 3d though Wolfenstein 3D for the GBA, which I also played, is awful. There are no enemies. It's it's 
barren. Like it, there's like two enemies per stage. Wow. You move like it, it, it like you you're choppy when you move. It's just really bad, which is crazy. It's made and per and it's made and published by the same people that did Doom, but like I don't know. It's it's worse. It's awful. <laughs> um, it's really bad. Um, also prepping for WoW Classic Alduar patch, which comes out this week. So, uh, so before this recording goes live, uh, which nice. means my life will, uh, be consumed again for probably the next month <laughs> or so with that. Um, <laughs> uh, YouTube long plays as I've been chugging out long, long plays, trying to get the, just trying to get some stuff out there. More so for games that probably don't have a lot of eyes on them and, Honestly, for me, it's consoles I don't I don't ever really get to play. Like gen, like I never dove into the Sega library. Mm-hmm. So like I have te- I have Tempo on the uh, Sega CD that I need to check out still. Uh, I checked out Black Thorn for the Sega CD, which is awful port of that game. So I can, I'm pretty stoked to play that. Um, so for me, it's just exploring other consoles finally, and so which means I might finally dive into. The, the very small Sega CD library. Um, but beyond that, also, I've been catching up on TV as well, too, which has been pretty nice. I watched all of Seinfeld, finally. Um, <laughs> which, the first half of the Seinfeld seasons or series was great. The last half, not so much, in my opinion. That's eh, fine. But uh, it, it was good. Don't get me wrong. It was good all the way through. But I felt like the first half of the series was a lot stronger than the second half. Um, and then it, this week was GDQ. So I actually watched a lot of GDQ this week. So I, 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 so like I watched Ant and, Ant and Toad do Jackal. I'd watched the, the NES block was great. I just hated that I had to wake up at like three in the morning to to watch it. Yeah. I, Which for I you didn't. wasn't too bad. It was like noon for you. Yeah, so. but I couldn't watch because <laughs> Twitch is blocked at work, so oh, yeah. I, I can't see anything there. So I, I literally saw maybe six runs in total or something. Ooh. That that even interested me because there were two days that I worked That's from fair. home and, and everything. Like, usually the good stuff is at midnight for me or late in the evening um and like the the like the final fantasy runs and things like that that take like five hours are usually on during the day that that's always how it has been and this time it was like the complete opposite and now that i could have watched i couldn't because i was at work (laughs) so i was like yeah okay it's just never gonna happen so I'll, i'll just catch up to some thoughts uh next week or something uh, and yeah, yeah this this gdq was weird for me because I, I it's nothing against gdq it's just i've watched so much gd i've been watching gdq since 2012 or whatever it was so it's really hard for me as a viewer now as a long time viewer to really get excited for gdqs mm-hmm. so like when when agq was like hey it's agdq week it's like Let's see what's going on here. Like I look at the schedule and I'm just like, opening night was a banger. Like I'm like, oh my god, like opening night was phenomenal. I was like, all right, it's sick. All right, we got a really good opening night. I haven't seen an opening night like this in a while. And then we got to like the mid like afternoon games where it was like fat like by the way, Fashion Police, 
was probably my favorite run of the entire marathon. <laughs> that one I but, did uh, see, yeah. What well, wasn't for me? It was, yeah, that's fair. I very much enjoyed that run. I very much enjoyed the runner and the commentary. But, you know, but like there are those types of games, like like during like prime time or like midweek, I was just like, oh, I'm like, ah, oh, I will give it a shot. And I'm, I'm glad I did because like otherwise I was pretty old, old EBC would have been like, I ain't watching this. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> I would have gone and done something else or watched something else. But uh, I'm glad I stuck around and watched some of that stuff because uh, even though I may have not liked the game, some of the commentary and the runners were actually very enjoyable to listen to and watch. So I, I'm glad I got at least that exposure. Uh, it's cool to see new faces, honestly, in the speedrunning community, retro community, and, and GDQ. Because there was a stretch there for a while. It was just the same people over yeah, and over sure. and over again. Yeah. So. Which I, I get, you know, like, you know, you bring back the people you know are going to do good and be respectful and whatnot. I 100% understand that, especially as a previous marathon setup person. You know, I, I very much understand that. But uh, yeah. it was nice to see a lot of fresh games and a lot of fresh faces this GDQ. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I was surprised to see Mario 3 be the closer because traditionally it's usually, a, a, it's usually an RPG that's a closer. Yeah, so, but but like the timing was different as well because usually it closes like today around noonish for me, and yeah. now it was already like what I think seven o'clock in the morning for me. So I guess yeah. it was a little shorter. I don't know. I don't know how it's yeah how it's worked exactly. I I'm well, it's probably because you know a it was an RPG, and I I I think. Honestly, I think online stuff, like the timing for online stuff is just easier. Because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. like the like the tech might be a little bit more sophisticated for online stuff because like you have to make sure things are captured and transitioning and whatnot. But like there's no tech like physical setup yeah. at all. Like yeah, that I'm not bring I'm not grabbing a console, bring it over, sitting on a table, waiting for a tech guy to set up my console testing the cart, testing the TV. Like I, you know, there's, there's none of that at all mm-hmm. with the online, with the online GDQs. So it definitely helps, you know, keep things rolling a bit, but uh, I do miss the in-person stuff quite a bit, but uh, I, I, I'm curious if they had Mitch close because it was Mike Uyama's last GDQ. Right. And I, I know those two are friends. So I, I, I'm just, you know, would make sense. It, it's sad. It's sad to see Mike Lee. I mean, Mike's been around. I mean, Mike started it all. You know, yeah. like Mike's been around since day one. You know, so it is sad to see Mike Lee. But uh, I'll be interested. Interested to see what cool Maddie has to bring to the to the board now. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, that's really been me. Uh, lots of games because I finally have free time. So, what about you? Yeah, I. <laughs> it's the same as it was like the previous episodes. Like I really haven't played much. I like do not have the time to play video games lately. It's uh, it's weird. Um, so like on my own in my free time, I played Crisis Core Reunion, which I was like super excited about because I've been saying ever since like th- there was one PSP game they remade that I really loved. Um, and I was like, why are they not porting Crisis Core? Because Crisis Core is 
probably the best game on PSP, to be honest. Uh, maybe besides Kingdom Hearts Burn by Sleep. I know it, de- it, it depends on, on what Charis you like to play, I know that. But, like, from an objective point of view, those are, like, two of the best games uh, that handheld ever had. So, I was always surprised they never ported re- well, Crisis Core before. Uh, it, it was just weird that they didn't do that. But maybe it will make sense in the bigger scheme of the entire Final Fantasy VII remake thing. I don't know. Like, it's the same game of the PSP. It, it, well, technically, they, they changed a lot of things and, and they readjusted a lot of things and it plays a lot better and yada, yada, yada. Uh, highly recommend getting Crisis Core Reunion because it's a fantastic game. Uh, but yeah, I was super yeah, excited. I was super excited to play it and like I've played 15 hours maybe since it came out and that's all the time I have... <laughs> I have to put into it. I just do not have time to sit down and... and complete the game which i will do eventually but it's just taking me forever like this would (laughs) like a year ago this would have taken me a week to complete like a week of playing not a week uh time wise but uh but now i'm like okay i'll I'll play an hour here i'll play an hour there which is a perfect game to do that by the way because it's a psp game of course uh so at least that works but yeah i i just don't have the time to uh to just sit down for like eight to nine hours and keep on playing. I, I just can't do that, but yeah, I'll eventually get there. Um, I did play a little game yesterday. It's a free game on Steam. It's called Mega Serval or Serval or however you want to pronounce it. It's a Mega Man clone. It's free to get. Definitely check it out. It's a little janky when it comes to ladders, but otherwise it plays really smoothly i would say um of course like many of these Mega Man clone games on steam for some reason they always have these kawaii anime female characters you play as i i don't get why but at least it's a good game so (laughs) there you go uh (laughs) because it's like some anime girl slash half uh animal girl trying to save her girlfriend or something i don't even know what the story is about that's how much i paid attention (laughs) but i i actually like the game it took me like 45 minutes to complete it uh yes with all the achievements tied to it because it's literally beat Uh the game get all the upgrades that's that's basically the achievement list so that's perfect so um so yeah go grab a copy because uh, it's free i mean why wouldn't you uh, yeah, i'll definitely check that out yeah uh and apparently the person made an actual Mega Man fan game as well but i don't remember the name so they knew what they were doing with the genre at least uh, well, yeah it's fun if you if you have an hour to spare or maybe a little bit longer if you're not that good at Mega Man games but it's a really easy one so i wouldn't uh worry too much about that um, I have been able to play some games for portable pleasure, because uh, that had been whew, since September, I believe, that I've actually done that. So, uh, yeah, since, since I have a job, man, it's just, like, I'm... <laughs> Crazy what happens. Yeah, you're, you're behind the computer all day, I do not want to come home and then 
go behind the computer yeah. again for another four hours. So I, re- I relate so hard <laughs> yeah. to that. So it's it's really only when I really feel like playing, uh, which is normally on Sunday and, and Monday lately, and, and that's about it. Uh, but I did play three games. I finally got around to playing a Shapeshifter 2. Uh, we should probably do an episode on both the games. Yeah, I have yet to play it. I have yet to play it. So. Yeah, we, we, we should do one in the future. I don't want to do a light on it because we can we can combine both games because it, it it's a sequel, but it like really flows into the next game, I would say. Yeah. So I'm not going to say anything about the Shapeshifter 2. I, I think I've talked about the first one before a little bit uh it's a first one was good yeah it's 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 a great uh probably one of the best homebrew games because a lot of effort was put into it uh but i do have some opinions about the second one uh not bad opinions by the way just things i've thought to be weird about this one uh that's fair but yeah yeah mine's sitting on the shelf over there right now i still need to play yeah it. like when when did we get this game October, last November, yeah, September, October. Yeah, so like it had been on my shelf uh, since then as well. So I was glad I was finally able uh, to actually play it. Um, after that, I played Karamucho no Dai Jiken, if you pronounce it that way. Uh, I'll probably do a light on it because my light is coming next. I don't really have anything in mind otherwise. Uh, so yeah, I'll, I'll probably do a light on that coming after this episode. It's a... You can call it a puzzle platformer, but it's more like an action platformer with puzzle stages. I know, it's it's not going to make sense, but uh, <laughs> you, you play as an old guy who yells at things, transforms into triangles and a raccoon cat. That, that I mean... You cannot explain this. You have to see it for yourself. But it's a, so, sounds like a Japanese. It, it's game, very right? Japanese, <laughs> and it's not based on anything. It's it's just an original idea, I guess. So uh, it's it's weird. Huh. But uh, I'll talk about it in a light episode. Like there's not in that much to it that you can do an entire episode on it. Uh, but but a, but a light uh, would suffice for that. Um, and now I'm uh, playing Milan Secret Castle. Uh, the Game Boy version, of course. Um, the Game Boy version. Yeah, I, it's the NES version. <laughs> like, oh, really? It's, it's literally just a part that's, of the NES version. That uh, sucks. Maybe they, <laughs> maybe they changed some uh, costs for items. I don't remember because it's been 10, year, 10 years since I played the NES version. Uh, but I love Milan Secret Castle. It's a game that is right up my alley because it's literally here's some cryptic shit just destroy everything and figure out where to go and I get to the end I, I, I really like this game so uh, yeah I've been having fun I was hoping to have be- beaten it already but uh, my first run and I don't remember exactly where to go but I kind of can piece it together again the first time I soft locked uh, which was my own fault but it was also the game's fault for not taking in consideration that you could softlock that way. Uh, so I, I had to restart. And then the second time, I was out of time to stream and I wanted to save state on my uh, on my Everdrive. And 
it's the dumbest button ever to save state and then super game boy 2 is the most finicky piece of equipment yeah. ever made um so the moment i touched my card like yeah the game crashed so <laughs> i have to restart yet again but you have a mister now just use that n- no because mister means delay and i hate playing with delay oh and, and, i suppose yeah sure, so sure 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 uh, yeah, but yeah, I'll restart it again probably tomorrow and probably will finish it because it's it's only an hour long or something, the game, so I should be fine. I think I was like 75% through, so I just have to refigure out how to do the last part of the game. Uh, but yeah, I really like My Little Secret Castle, but if I can make a recommendation, play the NES version because one, it's the same game, but it has color and it doesn't lag as much. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's the only reason why you should play the NES version, but otherwise it's literally the same game. So, yeah. I haven't played the Game Boy Mylon yet. I've played the NES Mylon plenty of times. So. Yeah, yeah. It's literally the same. I thought there would be changes, but there there's really not any changes. <laughs> Everything is in the same place. All the doors are in the same place. All the items are in the same place. So. Oh, wow. Uh, yeah, it's, it's just a port of it on a smaller screen and it works fine it just lags a little bit more because you're constantly shooting those bubbles and (laughs) it's literally the entire game so yeah it it just goes a little slower maybe making it a little bit easier than the nes version Uh, because the bosses in that are sometimes kind of hard to dodge but uh but yeah that's that's literally all i've been playing uh besides that i i just read comics and watch tv i guess that's that's all I do. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just don't play that many video games lately anymore. No, no. Welcome to my 2022. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, well, you know what? For having not really chatted or hung out in a couple months, we still get the, the intro down to our normal normal size, yeah. so Legs will be happy about that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh yeah we're gonna take a, a little bit of a short break here when we come back we're going to discuss probably the most infamous mega man game boy game out there uh mega man 2 so stay tuned Welcome back, everybody, to uh, episode 53, Mega Man 2. So, uh, this game here has definitely gotten... uh, This game here definitely has a bad rap, let's just say that. Probably for good... Well, half good reason. But um, the game came out December 20th, 1991 in Japan. February 1992 in America which was also re-released in America in 2000 as a player's choice game. So for those that don't know, uh, think of it, you remember when like Xbox, PlayStation, like PlayStation has like PlayStation hits, Xbox had, I forgot what the heck it was called. But basically it was just like a re-release of the game because it was, you know, it sold well or whatever. 
Uh, basically, Game Boy had a thing called Player's Choice. Uh, I think it's now it's called like Nintendo's Choice or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, or Nintendo Select or something. So, uh, But this game got re-released in 2000 based on that. Uh, then you all got it in Europe in 1992. Uh, the big the big change in this game was that this was developed by Japan System House, a.k.a. BioX, uh, which is a completely different developer than, had, than was used in the other four Mega Man games on the Game Boy. This would be the only Mega Man that uh, deterred from... Um, the same developers and rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> um, Inafune was not very happy with them. No. Um, mostly because no, they just did not understand the source material. Like they had yeah. no idea how a Mega Man game was supposed to feel like. And there, there was a lot of trouble during development. So, uh, yeah. After this game, you know, food, it was like, yeah, no, uh, we're, we're going back to uh, Minakuchi Engineering, I believe, is, uh, yeah. is the other developer. Yeah. Yep. Um, the publishing, I thought, was actually kind of interesting with this. So all, all sides pointed to Capcom, except for the European release. So uh, Capcom was the publisher for the American and Japanese version, but... The, peep, the things that I found was Nintendo published the European uh, version of Mega Man 2, which I thought was kind of interesting because I've always just tied everything to, to Capcom for publishing Mega Man. Yeah, so. yeah it's possible. Well, I don't know why, but... Uh, who knows? Yeah, no idea, really. Things were, things were weird back then. Yeah. <laughs> But we got a decent amount of composer info. Uh, so we have uh, Kenji Yamazaki is the composer for the music. Um, this would be his third third game that he composed, first Game Boy game that he did as well. Um, but they did a lot of Japanese exclusives for the Famicom, Super Famicom, and Game Boy. Uh, his most recent... Um, sound stuff audio stuff was dragon Ball Z universe one and two mm-hmm. so within the last you know five-ish years uh he used the roland mc 300 to sequence music i don't know what that is but <coughs> i i found it on the internet uh, so. that's a keyboard yeah that's as far as i like, know i don't know but i know he used a yamaha sy77 keyboard to play back his music i don't know there's some music bits for those of you that <laughs> yeah, are for, that are aud- yeah. for you audio files out there. There you go. Like, I don't know what any of that stuff means, but uh, I f- I found it. So no, it, but uh, something the, the first that, is is a micro composer sequencer. I don't even know what a sequencer. I, is. I have no idea. Like, <laughs> <laughs> anyways, it's I'm it's for a, sound an audio person. So there you go. Uh, I'm not an audio person, yeah, so I have no idea. Either. But uh, I thought it was interesting because he worked with another person called uh, Hirodo Nakamura uh, who created the sound drivers for a lot of the stuff that he used from GiraffeSoft. And uh, Nakamura was contracted work that typically arranged Kenji's music for the games as well too. Mm -hmm. So those two seem like they went hand-in-hand pretty tight throughout uh, their careers. 
and obviously Mega Man is a is a platformer, so you can call it a shoot 'em up, I guess, maybe, but it's a platformer. <laughs> it's it's a very distinct own platforming <laughs> genre, basically. It's like it's a Mega Man game. Like <laughs> it's a Mega Man game. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> I made it easy for you for the plot, and I snippeted out the story. That's useful, yeah. See how nice I was? <laughs> so yeah, even the story in this game is like, they have no idea what they were doing. Uh, so no let's, clue. let's see what's in the manual here. Uh, time trap. Lie to Mega Man. Lie to Mega Man. Come in, Mega Man. Dr. Wily has broken into the Kronos Institute and stolen the experimental time skimmer. We tried tracking him on radar, but he simply vanished. My calculations show that he jumped approximately 37,426 years into the future. Sure, why not? Uh, I have n- That's so good. <laughs> I have no idea what he plans to do, but... Oh, you can be sure. that It, it, says, it says it like that in the manual. It's right there in the manual. <laughs> but your yeah. can be sure that he'll be back. In the meantime, Rush has sniffed out a few of Wily's robots guarding a subterranean passage. Get over there and check it out. And remember, let's be careful down there. Light out. Light out. <laughs> yeah, what a... I know, like... So I, I actually ran through the manual last night when I was doing the notes as well, too. It's actually a well-made manual, and it looks nice. It's just a shame that it doesn't. You know, the game doesn't... <laughs> yeah but uh yeah like but going through the, it's yeah. kind of the plot yeah so wiley stole a time machine went into the future to get to Mega Man from the f- from the future welcome to the world of tomorrow here we go from again future. <laughs> um and he took that Mega Man back into the past to fight Mega Man it's dumb. <laughs> it's, re- it's, it's pretty really stupid. Dumb. <laughs> it's pretty stupid. Not that uh, Mega Man ever has like a very thorough plot or anything, but but this one is like, yeah, sure, whatever. It's fine. I do have some interesting trivia on this game once we get down to the trivia yeah. part, though. <laughs> Especially when it comes to the Wonder Swan. Oh boy. What? So. <laughs> <laughs> But uh, controls. So it's it's your atypical Mega Man. Um, D-pad move left and right. D-pad to climb up and down ladders. A jumps if you da- if you hold down down on the D-pad and tap A, you'll slide. So this game does offer the slide mechanic. It does not offer the charge buster mechanic though. Not yet. Uh, that'll be in three. Uh, press B to shoot. Uh, you can shoot three lemons at a time. More. Three lemons on a screen at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, and you can press start to activate your weapon box. This is how you activate your special weapon, get access to your E tanks, uh, rush, etc. Yeah. So the items are also very typical of Mega Man. There's nothing new here. Energy pellets, the black orbs. Because it's Game Boy, of course, you can't have. Well, it's it's black in the uh, NES version as well, actually. Now that I, now that I think about it, <laughs> uh, yeah, they they just refill your energy. Uh, the weapon capsules are those weird. Yeah, I don't know what they are actually. They always looked weird to me. Uh, they will just, yeah. refill your special weapon energy. 
this game does have energy tanks. That's the first time they introduced those on the Game Boy games, at least. Uh, everybody knows what an E-tank is. You just pick it up, you can use it later to replenish uh, your health. Um, and of course, there's the one-ups, or the Mega Man faces or heads, uh, which always has been a little weird that you pick up your own face to get a one-up, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's the same in this game. So, uh, extra lives, a plenty in this one, for sure. What I found interesting in this, so like you get Rush in this game, right? But if you've ever played Mega Man 2 NES, you don't have Rush. No. You have item 1, item 2, item 3, and they all do different things. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So it's interesting that this Mega Man 2 Game Boy like, starts you off with the Mega Man 2 Robot Masters, but they give you Rush from, I think, Mega Man 3. Yeah. So, so I always found that kind of interesting that we never get like actual item one item two item three mm -hmm. on game boy well i guess carry from wily's revenge was kind of a oh uh, yeah kind I of an item carry was kind of like that an item two i get two was the one that goes the propeller that yeah. goes upwards like that one is stationary but i i guess that was uh, kind of their take yeah, on I that suppose. Yeah. i suppose yeah but uh, we head to the next section. We have enemies. I mean, there's just too many enemies to list out. Yeah. <laughs> uh, basically, like, so like, make it so like the Game Boy Mega Man's, with the exception of five, the Mega Mega Man Game Boys take from half of the NES counterparts. Like Mega Man Two takes half of the Robot Masters from two, half from three. So as you play through the stages, the stages are going to very much mimic or be very close to the NES counterpart. There are obviously changes along the way since you know it is game boy um but uh basically the enemies that you would face off in the nes version you're probably going to face off in the game boy version mm. as well so um i, I mean the only the i know you have the uh in mega man 3 and top top spin you have the, the you have the the sabers or the cats that breathe fire out of their mouth You'll have to face off against them. They take, you know, half a dozen hits to to blow up. Uh, you know, you got the bulldozer uh, people. You got to shoot in the head. Like, you know, it's the same stuff all around. The bees in hard man stage. So yeah, um, you face it off in NES. You'll face it off in the Game Boy. So mm -hmm. and it's you fight them the same way as you would in the in the in the Game Boy as well. Yeah, and if you want to know their names, just beat the game. And during the credits roll, you can see all the names. And they're pretty funny because half of them are, are translated and half of them are not translated and it doesn't make any sense. So uh, it's always fun. Yeah, that, that's something the uh, Game Boy games at least do. They list all the enemies during the credits and it's it's really fun to see the names of them yeah. pop up. Yeah. Uh, but stages, though, we can talk about the stages a little bit, especially the, the Robot Masters. Um, it's like we, like we mentioned a couple times already, the first four Robot Masters you'll face off against are the four robot, four of the eight Robot Masters in Mega Man 2. Uh, so in this case here, we got Clash Man or Crash Man, however you want to, whatever you want to call them. Air Man, Wood Man, and Metal Man. So, uh, just for the sake of just following notes here, we got Clash Man. Uh, 
Death Stage is actually pretty brutal to get through. Uh, right out of the gate, too. Uh, right out of the gate, you have these floating cylinder. I don't know what their actual names are. The floating cylinder heads with eyeballs. <laughs> yeah. uh, they come at you from the side as you're trying to climb up the ladder on conveyor belts. Like right out of the gate, like scene one, scene two of that of that stage is actually pretty brutal to get through. Um, so that, in my opinion, might be one of the harder opening stages to the to the game. But um, Crash Bane himself, like you, uh, a little bit different than the NES version in terms of just like pattern. Uh, he'll he'll jump up, he'll throw the the crash bombs down, and you have to avoid the crash bombs. You know, obviously, you don't want to take you know you don't want to you don't want to body tank you know anything from anyone in this game because in typical Mega Man, if you take if you take body hits, they uh, they do a ton of damage mm-hmm. versus the actual weapon itself. <laughs> So, um, yeah, Clash Man weapon is Crash Bomb, so he's going to shoot it. It's going to stick to a surface. It's going to blow up. If you're within the vicinity of the blow up, you're going to take damage. Uh, its weakness is Air Shooter, however. Yeah. So uh, There is, however, one problem uh, with, with the Air Shooter. Uh, and, yes. and this is, like, we'll, we'll talk about some other issues with the game later, but here is one issue. Um, you waste too much weapon energy when you use air shooter. Uh, it was yep. not supposed to be that way, but eventually it did happen that way. Uh, so you cannot even kill uh, Clashman or Crashman with a full uh, full air shooter uh, inventory. Um, you will still need another hit to take him down, so you have to switch to the the P Buster. Um, so like at least during speed runs it's uh, shoot him first with a P shot and then switch to the air shooter plus you can miss either uh, all three of the tornadoes that come out of the air shooter have to hit uh, crash man or, or otherwise it yeah. will still not do enough damage to kill him so uh, yeah that, that's that's a starting problem of this game already uh, uh, <laughs> Yeah, like all the other weapons are fine by the way it's just uh the air shooter that's for some reason takes way too much uh, ammunition oh. yeah but um so yeah beyond that it, you know in true Mega Man fashion once you defeated a boss that uh you go up in the air then you get the uh the cool little cutscene of hey you know you've acquired you know this weapon type deal and uh yeah. We go on to the next stage, so for the sake of this, we go to Airman. And uh Airman stage is another really honestly difficult stage as well. Um all for the wrong reasons as well. So uh if you've ever played the NES version of Mega Man 2, especially Airman stage, you know that there's going to be birds that come across. They're going to drop eggs. They're going to drop other bird, like mini birds. And there's like these platforms, the spikes that come up from either end, and they home in on you. Um, in this version here, I feel like the birds are probably the bigger concern of everything else because you kind of know when they're going to happen in the NES version. Just even if you've never played it before, you kind of have a hunch, like. 
I've been walking for a long time without any enemies. There's probably something that's going to come along. <laughs> and there's one behind a cloud that you just can't see. And it drops an egg. And now you have 42 little birds you have to get through. Um, this game here, as you're jumping on like the platforms, that if you get hit, you just fall backwards and die. You have to deal with the goddamn birds all the time. Like It's just non-stops in certain parts of, this, of the game. And then as you get towards the bottom, you have to deal with these little wiggly worm guys that come out of the ground, which will hit you and knock you into the knock you into the nether and kill you. <laughs> like, it, like it's it might be the second hardest uh, opening stage in Mega Man Two, uh, just simply because like there is so much pit of death, and when you get hit, you can't control Mega Man and you get knocked backwards. And there's just so much that can happen. If the little birds get on the screen, forget it. You're probably going to die. <laughs> just, <laughs> it's how it's how it's going to be. So, um, but Airman though, I found Airman himself to be honestly insanely easy. I, I've never had an issue with Airman fight, even at NES. I do I do know a lot of people do because of the patterns in which the air or like the tornadoes that can get thrown at you. So knowing like when to like jump, when to slide, like whatever. But in this game, and I want to say you can do this in the NES version as well too. If you're up close enough to the boss, you might get hit by a tornado, but you don't have to worry about the tornadoes anymore because they're actually behind Mega. So you can actually just go right into the boss at that point. Mm -hmm. Um, the weapon for this is Air Shooter, so the weakness to Clash Man. Uh, and the weakness to Air Man is Leaf Shield. So, but I find Leaf Shield to be absolutely useless. <laughs> I wouldn't say that, because it only takes one hit, basically, for Air Man to die. Uh, so it's, 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 it's really powerful in this one, for sure. Uh, but yeah... Otherwise, in, in the entirety of the game, the Leaf Shield doesn't really do much uh, good. Like, in Mega Man 2 on NES, it does help during the Wily stages a lot. Yep. Uh, but in this one, it, it's really not that yeah. useful. But especially for Airmen, uh, that fight, if you have the Leaf Shield, takes literally a second and a half or something yeah. for, for him to die. So, um, at least you got that going for you. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, like uh, yeah, if you're using the Leaf Shield on the NES version, top notch. Probably, arguably, one of the better weapons aside from uh, Metal Blade. Mm-hmm. But uh, but in, in the Game Boy version, it's you use it. I think twice the entire game. Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of off the Leaf Shield, uh, let's get into Whitman stage, which is basically the same as the NES version. Um, except for the part where you go into the trees in the NES version that doesn't really exist here. Uh, probably because yeah. it, it differed too much from the rest of the stage to, to also have put that section in there. But uh, besides that, it's basically the same stage. It has those uh, bunnies and those roosters coming after you. And also those two wolves, I think they are, that, that spit fire. That you have to take care of. Yeah. Um, yeah. In this version, as it's been a while since I've seen the NES speed run 
at least. But in this version, you can just, like, take a hit and slide through them. So it's not that much of a deal, actually, uh, to get through these guys. Uh, but it's a very straightforward stage, really. Um, well, I... I, I would say the Game Boy version is slight. So this is coming from a speedrunner's per- speedrunner's perspective. I would say this version is harder than the NES version because you don't have you don't have uh, item two to rocket across the <laughs> rabbit section. Sure. Yeah. So you have to deal with the damn rabbit shooting carrots at you mm-hmm, in this mm-hmm. version, which aren't bad. Like if you have Metal Blade to start, because typically I think you start with Metal yeah. Man. If you have Metal Blade to start, Metal Blade is a very powerful weapon in this game. It's probably your most used weapon in this game. Uh, you can take out the, the 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 roosters and the rabbits and stuff like that pretty quick. Yeah. But when you've never had to fight them before because you speed ran Mega Man 2 NES <laughs> to all of a sudden having to play Mega Man 2 Game Boy and having to fight them, I was like, oh, this is actually a little bit of a challenge now. Okay, so... <laughs> Yeah. But it is a very extremely straightforward stage. Like there's no monkey section at all. Uh monkey or bird section. So the the wooded section that Mo was talking about where you do good wood. So what if you've ever seen like the Mega Man 2 NES speedruns where they slide across the bottom of the screen and then die. Yeah. Uh we you don't you don't have that part in the uh Game Boy version. No. They actually switched it up with an underwater part in this version. Uh which is yep. really easy if you already have Rush Marine. because uh, then you literally just skip it. Uh otherwise you will have Crazy to go on easy. top and have to deal with some spikes coming out of the ceiling and things like that, which takes a long time. Uh but yeah, we're going through this the <laughs> we're going through this like the opposite way that you have to play this yeah. game. <laughs> For some yep. reason, uh, so I think you yeah, might. Clash have... Man is always the last one yeah. to kill. So. I, I think <laughs> if you go Clashman, Airman, and then Woodman, I think you might already have Rush Marine because it. I believe it's tied to a Robot Master in this one, or is it? It t- is, yeah. but I don't remember. Yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. Like the same with Clashman. If you start up the game, you probably don't have Rush Marine yet, so it's a hard first stage. But if you have uh, Rush Jet, I mean. But if you have Rush Jet for Crashman stage, it's you skip most of it. So uh, yeah, yeah. There, there's a there's a reason you go. I never, I didn't, I didn't realize we were even going backwards <laughs> yeah, until compl- you said it. And I was just like, oh wait, yeah, Clashman is the last one you kill. Completely backwards. The- yeah. Well, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Um, so yeah, Woodman, the fight, it's, it's the same as the NES version, but a little slower, I would say. Um, also, like, it's easier to dodge his own leaf shield, but it's harder to dodge the fallen leaves because there's not that much room on the screen. Um, but, uh, just like with the, uh, NES version, you can just use Metal Blade to, um, like, if you get close enough, you can kind of shoot through the leaf shield. And take care of Woodman fast. Uh, otherwise, it's it's a harder fight for sure. Want to do Metal Man's with that with the sweet glitch that he has too? <laughs> sure, yeah. Um, Metal Man, even though the stage kind of resembles the NES version, it's way more awkward to play it uh, yeah. because everything is so like crammed together, and it's hard to deal with the uh, the conveyor belts and the the mashers that come from the ceiling. Like the very first part of the stage. A lot of people will die here the first time they play this game just because it's so crammed and it's really hard to dodge everything. But once you get through that, it's actually a pretty uh, 
simple stage uh, where you don't have to do that much. Um, sadly, unlike the NES version where you can easily slide under those uh, jesters on the big spinning gears, uh, they're just in your way in this game, so you have to deal with them because uh, they do a lot of damage for sure. So it's it's just not worth going through them. Um, and yeah, again, you can't use item one or whatever to jump over them. Yeah. So uh, yeah, it's it's a uh, it's a slow stage because of that. Um, but besides that, like the Metal Man fight is easy enough, but again. Unlike the NES version where it's easy to dodge the blades, it's a little bit harder in this one. Uh, just because you don't have that much room uh, to, to work around with. Uh, but there is a very fun <laughs> kind of glitch. And I always forget the setup because it's a very like coordinated setup how you do it. Uh, a little bit, But yeah. first, it's something like you jump over the first blade, you slide while you shoot... And then you jump again. And then for some reason, Metal Man goes all bonkers and jumps into the wall and gets stuck there. Uh, <laughs> he can't really do anything unless you get too close to him. But then he's stuck in a wall and you can just keep on shooting him. Um, yeah. Normally you... I do mine a little bit different. But yeah, yeah there, there, there's like a few setups you can do. But I always forget how to do it. Uh, I knew it for some time and then I forgot. And now I can't do it anymore. Same. Um, but yeah, then you can just shoot him down with a P-Buster and don't have to worry about dodging any yeah. of his metal blades. Um, but if you did Crash Man first, though, you might have the Crash Bomb, which is actually his weakness. Um, his weakness, yeah, yeah. So you can use that, but I don't think I've ever done it in my life. Like, I always start with Metal I, Man, because it's, it's if so, I, such a If I did, I did, it be, I did it in a blind playthrough, yeah. if I did that. Yeah. But yeah, no, nothing special yeah. about Metal Man. Uh and he gives you the Metal Blade, which is the most useful weapon in the game. Not as powerful as the NES counterpart, but no. still very versatile for uh, yeah. for getting through stages and enemies faster. Oh. Yeah, 100%. I uh, <laughs> I remember when met with Metal Man, when I was learning the speedrun, I want to say Cab and PLD were trying to help me figure out like glitches in the game mm -hmm. uh this is before like nd and uh prissy and all them got into into mega man game boy so this was this is og days and uh, we were talking about the metal man glitch and they're telling me how to set it up but i could never i understood what they were saying but i could never do it <laughs> and i finally i got a i made a i finally figured out a way to where like Instead of getting, because typically you get Metal Man to stay on the right side of the screen, yeah, and he just gets himself into the wall, and that's it. <laughs> In EBC fashion, I figured out how to launch him to the left side of the screen and get him stuck in the intro, yeah, and uh, like in the, the, door, the doorway. Yeah, yeah, you can do that as well. So yeah. now I'm just like, oh, well, okay, well, I did it my way. So now if we ever watch like speed runs. Of like the old like Mega Man Two runners, everyone does it like oh here it is on the right side. Then there's EBC's run where Metal Man watches <laughs> to the other side of the screen. And I'm like, well, there we go. <laughs> like, That's great. there's my there's my Metal Man strat. <laughs> so it's it's pretty comical to watch. But uh, yeah, yeah, like what Mo was saying, Metal Man stage is a very straightforward stage, but it. They they try. I wonder if it was the first stage that they made for the game because they try to cram 
so much of it together. Mm-hmm. Which, if you actually go on and play the next three stages, so Woodman, Airman, and uh, Clashman, the stages aren't all... Well, Clashman has a few sections, but they're not all so cramped together eventually. They eventually get spaced out. Mm-hmm. But, uh, yeah, uh, Metal Man is a pretty pretty cramped stage. Yeah, and that takes care of uh, all the Robot Masters of Mega Man 2. Because we already yeah. killed the, the the other four in the previous game, um, so it's time to yep already head to Wily's Fortress. Um, unlike Wily's Revenge, though, this is not a stage. Um, no. This is actually for it's a cutscene. It's a cutscene, and then you get taken to for teleporters, just like uh, in uh, Doctor Wily's Revenge. Yeah. So you would assume that. Yeah, okay, it's it's the same deal. You enter these portals, you do the boss fight, and you move on. But nope, they actually came with a surprise there that these portals yeah. take you to the actual stages of four of the uh, Mega Man 3 Robot Masters. So that was at least a pleasant surprise because I was really just expecting um, the boss fights there. So, so that was really cool. And I will say these stages are probably the four of the best stages in the yeah, game. Yeah, absolutely. You can definitely tell. You can tell that they probably eventually figured out what to do because these stages are pretty spot on to what they needed to be. Mm-hmm. Um, the Needle Man stage. So we'll start with Needle Man. Uh, Needle Man. His weapon is Needle Cannon. His weakness is Air Shooter or Top Spin, which. Top spin, top spin and Mega Man Two Game Boy. We'll talk about this in a second. Top Man, Mega Man, Top Spin and Mega Man Two Game Boy, is is what Top Spin and NES should have. Been. <laughs> yeah. So they did something right. <laughs> they figured out how to use Top Spin. So don't at me at all. Top Spin on NES is the worst goddamn weapon in the Nobody world. Nobody likes it. it. It's horrible. It just doesn't work. <laughs> but here it does work. For some reason, so. But back to Needle Man. <laughs> back to the Needle Man stage. Um, so the stage itself is very... It's not a one-to-one replica of the NES version, but it takes all of the resources and assets that the NES version had and puts it into that stage. So you have to deal with the the rolling needle shooter monsters. I call them peppermint patties because when they roll up, they look like a, they, they look like a hard candy peppermint. Sure, yeah. Um, and they do on the end. They're red and white and they roll around. So I call I call, I call, I call them the peppermint bosses, but uh, and they, but they shoot needles off their back and whatnot. Mm-hmm. And then you have to deal with the needles that come from, the, from the, the ceiling. and You have to deal with literally the same stuff you had to deal with with Needle Man and Mega Man 3. But this time they laid it out to where, like, oh, hey, this is a Game Boy game. We don't have to do everything one-to-one. So they actually created a stage with those assets that fit a Game Boy game. So it, it, the, the stage feels really good. And then when you get to Needleman, unfortunately you don't, have, you don't have Gemini laser like you do in the, <laughs> uh, in the NES version. But, like I said, if you have, if you have Air Shooter or Top Spin... You can certainly use those as a as a starting point for for Needleman, and he fights you the same way as he does in NES version as well too. He'll jump up and start shooting needles and rain needles down on you. It's just a matter of dodging them. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, um, yeah. Then we have Mag- Magnet Man uh, again. 
They took the same assets as they did from the NES version, put them into a Game Boy layout. Like I like I said, like these are probably some of the best levels you'll play in Mega Man 2 Game Boy. Um Magnet Man obviously has the Magnet Missile. Oddly enough, the weakness to Magnet Man in this game is Needle Cannon. Yeah, or Metal Metal Blade, actually, as well. Or Metal Blade. Yep. Um, Because in in Mega Man 3 NES, you use Shadow Blade, which is essentially Metal Blade as well, too. Um, And I think most time you will see people use Metal Blade against Magnet, but you can use Needle Cannon uh, if you don't have, or you should have metal, but if you don't have the metal juice to use it. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I can't say much more about it. I mean, it's just, this is a very well-designed stage. Top top man stage is where things get a little janky with uh, the speed run. So <laughs> that's <laughs> that's true. Yeah. Also in the Magnet Man stage, yes, they did make the Yoku block section. Uh, yes. But you have Rush Jet. Why bother? Yeah, just fly over <laughs> like, it. Why, fly why over bother it. with it? Uh, as for some reason in this game, uh, Yoku blocks are Yoku stripes. I I don't know why. Yep. Uh, Probably because they wanted to fit too much on a screen. Uh, but yeah, the Yoku blocks are just like small platforms in this one instead of uh, the usual I actually blocks, like them. So. It's fine. I, I, it's a weird choice, but it's fine at least. Um, I, think, I think it fits. So. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Top Man, again, good job of recreating this stage for Game Boy. Um you recognize it, but it's it's portable. Let's <laughs> just say it like that. Uh, it's it's not as cluttered with all those uh, screw things at the start and things like that. Like they make good use of the enemy placement in this stage for sure. Um, the cats that spin the yarn balls at you, though, they they have shrunken down quite a lot. Uh, they're they're small well, kitty cats they, in this one. Uh, they have. They have one section, so with that, there there is one section that's a little clustered because, like, you can't escape from it. So you have this little area that you have to dodge the yarn. And when you kill the cat, the yarn stuff don't go away like they do in the NES version. So mm-hmm. you kind of have to learn how to maneuver in one of the fights, but the other one you can just literally run away from it. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Yeah, that's a fun one. The, the second one you can just slide under, so why is it even yeah. there in the first place? Um, this is also a stage that actually differs from version to version for some reason. Yep. Um, the only difference is that there's an extra block in the European and US version? Nope, American and Japanese. Okay, there we go. So the European one doesn't. The European version is the speed version. Yeah, so that yeah. one doesn't have a block. It's in the section where you have to fight those dozers, uh, those mining dozer met thingies. Um, yep. So in the EU version, you can just slide under them. Uh, but in the other versions, you can because there's a block in your path for some yep. reason. <laughs> Why? Nobody actually knows, but it's there and then it's suddenly gone. Um but yeah, besides that, same deal as the other Top Man stage on NES. Top Man fight also literally the same. If you have the hard knuckle, you will take him down in a few hits. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I, even the same weakness as the yeah, NES. Yeah. So. Uh, although, like in the speed run for NES, you of course start with Top Man. So uh, the yeah. the 
are there still different routes? I don't know. It's been a while. Uh, I sometimes just still catch fast. I think some people, some people still, I think, start with Shadow first yeah. as well, which is brutal as a buster fight. Yeah, but. yeah. I, I just sometimes can catch fast at CC uh, doing runs, and it's it's still top yeah. man first, which is, I think, a route he invented in the first place. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, then you don't have a hard knuckle. But if you hard, hard knuckle man, three of them will take down top man very easily. So yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and speaking of the hard knuckle, of course, you have to defeat hard man to actually get that. We're doing a very weird order again. Uh, nor- Super weird. <laughs> Normally order. it's magnet man, hearth man, top man, and then needle man, actually. Needle. <laughs> that that yeah. you do. But uh, yeah, let's go on to hearth man again. A good way to do this stage uh, on Game Boy. Um, yep. Still. Yeah, even, even with yeah, the bees. Still have the damn bees. <laughs> But, uh, and yes, they are still annoying. So, you just have to deal with them. You can't shoot diagonally in this game either, which makes it even yeah. worse. So. Uh, but yeah, it's it's a perfect representation of this level. It's a little shorter, I believe, than uh, the NES counterpart would be. Um, the monkeys are a little bit more annoying to deal with. Uh, just because, yes. like, you have a tinier screen, so it's harder to dodge them. Uh, the good thing is, if you slide through enemies, you do not get, like, a knockback in this game. You literally slide through the enemies while taking damage. Another weird choice, but uh, you can use that to your advantage to to just ignore them, that's, basically. That's something we didn't talk about either, is ladders in this game. <laughs> oh, so boy. typically in Mega Man, when you get hit, you fall down the ladder. But in Mega Man 2 Game Boy, when you get hit, you get... Hit up, up the, the ladder, ladder. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh this this game man it's <laughs> it's the game that keeps giving <laughs> so many weird choices but uh, again for a speed run they're amazing choices for a yes, casual player yes, all are. of these choices are not what you want but <laughs> uh, that's not the only problem with ladders by the way just combine it with a rush jet it's not gonna work. Or or hard or hard or hard. Well, that's for a glitch setup, of course. But that's uh, fair. Yeah. But yeah. There, there's this problem that if you are <laughs> on rush, uh, sometimes when you jump off and try to grab a ladder, you just stand on the ladder. Oh, it's, yeah. it's like a platform all of a there. sudden. It's programming at its best for sure with this game. It's, so, it's a good time. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, besides that, Hartman fight really easy, especially if if you have the magnet yeah. missile, you can just. Kind of spam it. I wouldn't spam it too much because nope. uh, he does have some invincibility invincibility frames here and there. But uh, it's a very easy fight uh, to deal with. There is there is a change in this one compared to the NES one. So in the NES one, when you shoot your magnet missile, uh, magnet missile, even in this game too, it homes to where it needs to go. But in the NES version, you don't get blocked by the fists coming out of Hardman. But in the Game Boy version, you can get your shot reflected from his shots, mm-hmm. and if you're too cl- and if you're too close to Hard Man, your magnet missile won't home to to Hard yeah. Man. It'll just go off the screen. So you do gotta be careful yeah. on that. So you can't do the the NES strat of taking the damage when he slams down and like walking away. You kind of actually gotta do the fight a little bit mm-hmm. of a proper way. Mm-hmm. So yeah. And that takes care of the the robot masters for Mega Man Three in this game. So yeah, um, yeah. Now we move on to 
We go into oh, my boy. Oh boy. The worst mistake ever put in video games, probably. The robot killer. <laughs> the, the second robot killer, because if you don't know, if you haven't listened to our first episode, these Mega Man Game Boy games or Mega Man World games all have a Mega Man killer robot in them. Uh, and I kind of spoiled it during a plot line. Uh. <laughs> what better way to kill Mega Man than to use Mega Man? From the future! Welcome to the world of tomorrow! Bum, 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 bum. <laughs> and he's actually called Which... Quint in this game. Um, but if you don't know what a Quint is, I'll, I'll try and explain. Because uh, it's, it's the same deal as with Anchor in the first game. Uh, it's, it's kind of an odd musical term. Like, Anko was a form of Japanese punk style. Quint is... And I don't even know how to explain this because I'm not a musical person. But if you have a note and you play it one-fifth higher or lower than it's supposed to sound, that one-fifth is called a quint. How did he even come up with this? I have no clue. Uh, but yeah, that, that's where quint comes from. It's, it's another musical term, like everything else in Mega Man, really. I looked it up, too. It's a sequence of five cards of the same... No, sort. not the card thing. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just Googled it. <laughs> In music terms, it's what I explained. But yeah, quint is basically from the Latin word for five or whatever it is. Uh, oh, yeah. Quint in music is an interval of one-fifth. Yeah, one-fifth. Like, if it's high or if it's lower, if it's, like, spacing between... It's, it's something... I know nothing about yeah, music, so I'm not a I'm not a musically gifted individual. Yeah. So somebody who knows music or can read notes or whatever you call that can probably explain it better. But uh, yeah, it's one fi- yeah. quint stands for one fifth, but yeah. yeah. So he's one fifth of a mega man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's even more weird is that like Mega Man from the future uses a pogo stick instead of the Mega Buster. Yep. Yup. Like, you would think you would have the mirror match like you did in Mega Man 1 NES, right? Mm -hmm. Where you fight your doppelganger. You would think you'd have, oh, Mega Man's gonna come fight me now from the future. You know, and like, Mega Man would have a charge shot or something. But like, instead, you fight this guy on a pogo stick. Yeah, who can barely... With with heart, with... with, (laughs) Who can barely hurt you. With hard knuckle. (laughs) If you you stand next to him, it basically can't hurt you, so... (laughs) I feel like Wily should just move to the future if Mega Man's like that at that point. Like, oh, hey, Mega Man, cool pogo stick, bro. I'm just gonna take over the world now. See ya. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, the the weapon's called Sakugarne. Um... And his weakness is hard knuckle. Or crash bomb, I uh, believe, as or well. Cr- yeah. yeah. I think I've used metal blade. I, I, you can kill him with literally, kill him. literally everything. Just hit him in the head. And, <laughs> just hit him in the head and yeah. kill him. So, somehow, Mega Man from the future also wears sunglasses. Like, I, I don't know. May, he does may, wear maybe sunglasses. The, maybe the sun is too bright or whatever in the future. <laughs> like, I mean, it does make sense. It's 37,000 years. Like... The, the sun will probably be quite a lot larger by then, so... Uh, so, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Yeah, maybe he... Yeah. I don't know. 
He has sunglasses. Maybe he found. Maybe he met Sunstar. <laughs> yeah, true. That's now we're at, we're gonna tie this into Mega Man Five oh, now. No. I mean, <laughs> let's let's just forget that this game exists. Well, you fight Quint in Mega Man Five. You face it's off true. against Quint in Mega Man Five. He's back in Mega Man Five. That's true because yeah. they have to now because these guys made him. You up. fight all. You fight all the all the Mega Man killers yeah. in Five. God, what a good game that is too. <laughs> Oh boy! But uh, but then we go into the why the actual wider stage, aka the Salvador Dali stage. Yeah. Um, if you don't know what we're referring to, so you've probably if if you haven't seen this piece of art, you should maybe Google it or go outside or read a book or you know do something, culture yourself a little bit. Um, <laughs> But there is a famous piece of artwork with uh, that are have clocks that look like they're melted, you know, and they're like dangling off of like ledges or like lumped over some like you know pieces of of the ground. Yeah, uh, and it's a famous painting from Salvador Dali, and there this stage has melted clocks in the background that plays basically homage to Salvador Dali. Yeah. So. We we call it the Salvador Dali stage. And it's a pretty t- it's a long stage, and it's a hard stage. So, yeah, it's okay. Um, <laughs> it's, I mean, it's still Mega Man Two, which is literally the easiest Mega Man Mega Man game ever true. made. But <laughs> in terms of like what you've already had to go through yeah, Mega Man Two, sure, it's tough. Sure. Um. But the biggest thing is the Wily fight at the end. So the Wily fight has three forms at the very end. Form one, I call it the dinosaur form. Yeah. Um, and it, it looks like a big old dinosaur with a giant toenail. And the toe, and he has two two attacks. He'll shoot like this, like bomb bag at you that bounces off the ground, so you can slide under it or walk under it or jump over it, do whatever you need to do. And he'll shoot his toenail at you. Um, that you have to jump over. And you have to shoot him in the upper part. Like, where there's a part that looks like a skull. You need to hit him in that skull part. Uh, and after so many hits, he's going to transition into phase two. But you need to be careful on the transition to phase two. Because if you kill him on the left side of the screen, he's going he's gonna to lose his legs and turn into a, a flying object. He's going to fly to the right side of the screen. If you don't slide under him, he's going to hit you and do a decent amount of damage to you. So you need to either try and kill it on the right side of the screen or just be ready to slide under him uh, when he's going to the right side of the screen. Then you face off against the... I think it's a tank, if I remember right. Mm -hmm. Uh, The tank version of of, of this fight here. I think arguably this is probably the harder phase of the three, uh, yeah. because you have to dodge. You have to dodge some of the the timed bombs that get launched out, and the timed bombs can be in between two seconds, three seconds, and stuff like that. Uh, but you still have to shoot him in the skull while dodging projectiles that are coming literally all around you. Um, it's actually a pretty tough dodging fight for a Mega Man game. Um, Something we didn't talk about yet, though, is that the weakness is Mega Buster or Sagugarne for all three forms. Now, Sagugarne is a cool weapon because it's a pogo stick, 
The problem with Sakugarne is that when you use it, and if you're jumping on Wily, you're taking damage while using the weapon, jumping on Wily. So if you don't have E-Tanks, that weapon is useless to you. <laughs> so. Yeah, plus every jump you do with a stick takes down your energy, so it, it yes. probably has already ran out during the first phase anyway, so uh, it is... It does a lot of damage, but it is such a hassle to use. Uh, it, it's not it's actually really hard to use, too, in that fight, because the hitbox is very particular. Mm. So if you're not hitting the hitbox, you literally just die yeah. for no reason. Um, it is pretty awful. But yeah, phase, yeah, phase three, you just keep launching into that skull, and then he just blows up, and that's the game. Yeah. The best part is when he flies away from you, you shoot him and launch him into outer space. <laughs> yeah. In this one, Wily dies. He really, really dies. <laughs> in this game, he actually dies, yeah. Except that he's back in the third game. But <laughs> well, that's not Wily from the future, from 37,000 years from now. It's possible. Or, or what I believe is that, yes, he does die. But it's actually a shrinken down clone version of Wily because for some reason he's super tiny here. Yeah, it's real small. Like, in this game. If you compare it to like all the other robots that he's built, he's like just still his normal size when he's in them. But in this one, he's literally just like this tiny little person. <laughs> so, so, little tiny so guy. I, this is probably not a real Wily. Let's just say it like that. That makes more yeah, sense yeah. because yeah. In the end, Mega Man shoots a missile at him in space, and Wily crashes down on Earth, exploding in like a, in, a mush, in a mushroom cloud when he lands. So Sk skull mushroom cloud, pr pretty yeah. dead if you if you ask me. So. Pretty dead. So yeah, weird. Pretty dead. <laughs> but that's the game, and then you go through the credit roll of you get to see all the names of the enemies and the robot masters and you get to see Mega Man walk and he just walks yeah <laughs> like always <laughs> like always yeah which there is a fun fact about this game that will hit in the trivia as well too in terms of Dr. Wily as well yeah I found a lot of cool trivia about this game so <laughs> yeah so um, if you have been listening all of this probably sounds like, yeah, this sounds like a Mega Man game, right? And yeah, it is. It is a Mega Man game. It is. Uh, but let's just go over a few things where it sadly is not a good Mega Man game. <sighs> Take that with a grain of salt, by the way. Um, it's not bad. It's, it's not it's, a... It's a bad Mega Man game in terms of quality. Yeah, in terms of quality. Of like this, of like... You know, of like the quality of service that you would expect from a Mega Man game. Like you would expect a certain level of polish. Yeah. It's missing that certain yeah, level there, of polish. Yeah, there's no polish to this game. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, even if you don't really know what you're doing, I feel like at some point you'll get it. Uh, but, but they yeah. really didn't. So as fun as this Mega Man game is, because it really is a fun Mega Man game. Uh, I can't deny that. But from the moment you start playing this, something feels off. And it will last throughout the yeah. entire game. And there are some glaring issues that you can come across in the game like i've already mentioned like the rush slash ladder combination doesn't really work um you can slide through enemies without any repercussions besides taking damage of course but like 
Usually Mega Man stops in his tracks when he hits something. In this one, you just literally slide on through. Um, same with like health pickups. Normally, if you do a health pickup, like the game pauses. In this game, it doesn't. You just keep on going. Um, it's all these small little things throughout this game that don't feel right. Um, like, even the sliding itself, it is the slide, but it doesn't feel like the slide of Mega Man. Um, which you can argue throughout the Mega Man and the S games, they changed a lot from game to game, but yeah, there's yeah. just something off. And you have to play it for yourself to realize what it is, because it, it's hard to pinpoint it at the, exactly, actually. But uh, yeah, the good thing, though, is... This makes it one of the easiest Mega Man games there is. Like, it, it really is just the easiest Mega Man game. So it's a good starting point. Yeah. Um, and it's a perfect game for speedrunners because there's so much things you can abuse in this game. Oh. Yeah. I heard Pixel meowing. Yep. Easier. <laughs> well, you can't see him on camera. <laughs> Here he is. Oh, kitty. He doesn't like to be picked up, though. So I'll put him down again. I saw Han Solo the other day on Heroes uh, channel. Right. He had him up and petting him and whatnot. <laughs> uh, I don't have any animals. I'm so, there's, I have a big Kirby right there. And I have <laughs> a little something. Kirby right there. <laughs> I got a dog meat right there from Fallout. And my other Kirby plushies are over there. Oh, I got Meat, meat Man right here as well, too. There you go. I got meat. I got meat boy right here as well. So <laughs> I got I got plenty of plushies around. But uh, yeah, no no actual like live animal like no live pets. <laughs> well, it just opened but, up seven hundred uh, windows on my laptop. My man, <laughs> all just right. Keeps opening up taps. I don't know what's <laughs> going on. Oh no! Oh great. Uh, it'll be yeah. fine. Uh, <laughs> I'm just going to shut it up uh, because this is not going <laughs> to end well. There we go. So, interesting with this game is the cover art. You like how I did the cover art? How I put it all in grids side by side by side mm -hmm. so we can actually see everything? Look at that, dude. Fancy cover art stuff. Um, two of them are very interesting, and one of them is the Japanese one. <laughs> But the two that are the most interesting is the American and European box arts because they're the same except one uses the European Mega Man drawing and one uses the American Mega Man drawing. And I'm going to go ahead and... And I, that's the only difference between these two aside from Capcom USA at the top. That's the only difference between these two. And I'm going to go ahead and say that the American box art drawing of Mega Man is way better than the European drawing of Mega Man. I, like, half agree and half disagree. Like, I don't like Mega Man's costume in the U.S. version. Like, with all the... the That's fair. The cutouts the, the or something. And, yeah. I, I don't like those. Um, so... I prefer like the European 
uh, armor, I guess yeah, I would say. I, I definitely prefer um, the the suit. Yeah, but the colors sure. of the American version are just way better because I don't know why he's so shiny in the European one. Uh, well, in the face, too. Yeah, like. plus, for some reason, it looks like he's having a stroke in the European version. Uh, yeah. Something is off with the perspective there, for sure. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. It, it's like, if they were mixed a little bit, it would be perfect, but... Uh, uh, I, I'll just go for the Rockman World one, basically, because I really like those drawings. Uh, yeah, I like I like those ones a like lot. The, you can find so, them online as the promotional art uh, without all the logos and things on them, and they're really cool. Yeah. Oh. It's like a poster for a box. Yeah. They're, they're so good. Like, they're colorful, they're cartoony, they look really good. Yeah. Like, this one here has Airman up in the air. They got... My eyes are just awful. I can't see who's under air, man. Oh, uh, that's top man. Yeah, top man. Then you get a Met, and then you get Rush, and I don't know. It's just like, it just looks like a poster you would have as a kid, like you'd pull from a from a, from a Nintendo Power, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and you'd hang up. Like they, the 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 Rockman World box art from one to five always looked good. They they always looked really really yeah, good. They're really fun. Trivia now, though. We got a lot of trivia for this game. <laughs> Apparently, yeah. <laughs> uh, I told you, I found a lot of cool stuff about this game. So, um, First of all, there is a game, Mega Man 2 Game Boy remake of the music from Rush Jet 1. Yeah. So if you want, if you, I personally like the music. I just wish it wasn't so high pitched. Mm-hmm. So if if you're interested in hearing what the music was supposed to sound like or a better version of the music, go check out Rush Jet 1's uh, remake of the Mega Man 2 Game Boy soundtrack. Uh, highly recommend it. It's, a, it's very well done. Speaking of that, though, Mega Man 2's infamous high pitch of the soundtrack was caused by a rendering error when they were pushing it live to production. So... It's not. It's not the composer's fault. It's the people that launched the game's fault. Bastards. Um, <laughs> like, like we mentioned already, in the Wily stage is the melting clocks, which is the persistence of memory, which is the painting by Salvador Dali. So, um, this one I thought was actually kind of interesting. The sound effect when the player picks up an extra life is. Almost the same as when you pick up a coin in Super Mario Brothers, but instead of one bling, it's two blings. Hmm. I never noticed that. Yeah. Um, This is the only Game Boy Mega Man game to use Rush Marine. Hmm. Mega Man 2 is one of the few Game Boy titles that does not reset with the Game Boy's A plus B plus start plus select reset config. That sucks for speed After, running. <laughs> it does. After Dr. Wily is defeated, Mega Man obtains the missile attack Dr. Wily used in the final battle. Mega Man uses it when he destroys Dr. Wily in the final cutscene. This would be the only known instance where Mega Man directly copies an attack from a destroyed Wily machine, but it is unusable by the player. 
Uh, I know Mo mentioned this early on in the episode, but Inafune uh, uh, considers this to be his least favorite of the Game Boy series of Mega Man games due to the fact that the game was outsourced to a different company, Japan System House, uh, than the one that worked on Dr. Wily's Revenge with this new company being unfamiliar with Mega Man uh, Inafune would return to the company that worked on DWR, uh, Minakuchi Engineering for the rest of the Game Boy series games. Yeah, I have the art book for like 25th anniversary Mega Man uh, and Mega Man X. Yeah, I, and, I do too somewhere. Um, Inafune, Inafune even says like, you can see some of the promotional art or, or like concept art he made and he's like, I really did not like working for this company. You can even see it in my art because I like completely screwed up how the shadows work even. So even he didn't want to put effort into it at all. So yeah. uh, it still looks great though. It's it, just, just yeah, some it's shadows and highlights that are a little bit uh, underwhelming, I guess. But uh, like in the first Mega Man game, the brief invincibility period from being damaged does not protect Mega from spikes. Mm. This is one of the few Mega Man Classic series games where Dr. Wily is not seen begging for mercy after being defeated. Kind of hard to beg for mercy if you're dead. When you're dead. <laughs> <laughs> well, he gets crushed in Mega Man 3. NES. Yeah, but he's not dead at least. <laughs> True. But he gets crushed yeah. though. But uh, that's all the trivia that I found for the game. I, I, I told you, I told you, I found a lot yeah. of it. So wow. And then I, I also found some some ads. So like the U.S. the U.S. ads pretty damn bad. Yeah, yeah, it's <laughs> super bad. Yeah. So the U.S. ad is just a little, a white page with a picture of. The box of Mega Man 2 that says, What has four legs and flies? Rush. And it rushes in red. For your Game Boy, of course. Doesn't even make any freaking sense. (laughs) That's the ad. And then uh, the digital promo for Rock Band World 2, which literally is basically a poster. Yep. Uh, It looks so good. It's amazing, yeah. And then the Japanese ad for this I thought was hella cool. Because it combined Rockman 4, which was coming out for the Famicom at the time, uh, and Rockman World 2, which was coming out for the Game Boy. So uh, you get to see a little bit of both worlds. You get to see some of the ads for both of them as well, too. Uh, very colorful. Mega in the center. You got Rush Jet. You got Eddie. Um, you can see below like the pricing of the some of like the Famicom games that were coming out. Um and a short description of each game as well, too. So it, it looks like a really cool ad. I wish we had that instead of the shitty <laughs> white background box art ad for us. So. Yeah. <laughs> uh, in terms of, I couldn't find much on reception. I would assume most people were like, it's a Mega Man game with really bad music. Yeah. Um, <laughs> But I really couldn't find much for reception. I could find I found ads all day long, but I couldn't find reception. Yeah, I mean, if it has a player choice reprint, it it sold. It, it well. did well, yeah, uh, at least in yeah, America. Yeah, no. I'm sure it sold well over here in Japan as well. So. 
Yeah, it's a Mega Man game. You can't go wrong. Well, well, yeah, well you <laughs> in terms of programming, you can. Let's yeah. Um. Well, yeah. Uh, I think with that, we're going to take a another short break here, and when we come back, we're going to give you our thoughts and history of the game. Because I know Mo and I have a very different experience with this game. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And uh, yeah, talk to y'all in a bit. Welcome back, everybody. So uh, we'll start with you, Mo, since you you're you're I would say you're more of a Mega Man person than I am. Like I like Mega Man, but I would say like you're more of a Mega Man person than me. We'll start with uh, with you with this game. Yeah. Um, so this is the second Mega Man game I got because like I didn't have an NES, so uh, I was playing the Game Boy once. Wily's Revenge being my first one, and then this one. Uh, and I played it constantly, basically. Mostly because it was just so easy. Um, and I liked it a lot, because Mega Man 3 is my favorite game of all time. The NES one, that is. Um, and this had half the robot masters of that game, and it was very reminiscent of that game because of that reason. So uh, I, I really <clears throat> liked playing it, for sure. Um, it was only, like, way later when I played a bunch of the other Mega Man games that I started to realize that, like, (laughs) this wasn't programmed well compared to all the rest, um, and it wasn't as polished as as it should have been, uh, but that didn't decline the fun factor for me, like, I still think this is a really fun, uh, game to play, even to this day, even though it is, uh one of the most janky Mega Man games out there, for sure. Um, yeah. This is also probably my first, like, speedrun, uh, before I even knew that speedrunning was a thing, uh, because one day uh, we were on a, a train ride that took about 30 minutes, uh, and I had the game with me for some reason. Maybe it was even on PSP on an emulator or something, Uh during that time, but I know I had the game with me, uh, and I was, <laughs> and I was like, uh, my friends were there, and I was like, yeah, bet I can beat this game before we even arrive, and yes, <laughs> because, it, it, like, <laughs> even not knowing any speedrun threats or anything, like, this game takes 25 minutes to get through if you know what you're doing, so, uh, uh, yeah, I don't know, like, besides all the jank that this game offers, um, it does hold, like, a special place in my heart, uh, just because I grew up with it, I guess, and I played it so many times. Uh, but I wouldn't say it's one of my favorites Mega Man games, not even on Game Boy, really. Uh, I, for me, 4 is the best one. 5 I didn't know until way, way later. I think it's fine, but it's definitely not my favorite. But I, I'm i more like a person that likes uh, 4, 1, 3, 5, and then 2. Uh, I don't know why. Like, 5 is a very original game and sounds great, plays great, like, super cool game, but I'm not so familiar with that one. So, um, yeah, 4 is definitely my favorite. And 2 is, like, (laughs) my least favorite, I guess, on Game Boy, at least. 
yeah, <clears throat> two is probably right in the middle for me. Because, like, the unpolished stuff definitely knocks it down a bit, but it's so easy to get in, into. You're just like, hey, I just want to play a quick Mega Man game. You just hop in and play it for, you know, half hour, you're yep. done type deal. But it has that fun factor to it for sure. Um, like, my, my, my favorite Mega Man Game Boy is three because I'm a narcissist and love punishing myself, <laughs> apparently. Because um, it's by far the hardest of the five. Yep. Uh, but yeah, but like you, Mega Man 3 NES is also my favorite Mega Man um, of all time. Yeah, it's the one I grew up with. It's the first Mega Man I played, first Mega Man I beat. Uh, I didn't own any of the Mega Man Game Boy games until I was well out of college and had adult money and was doing my thing at that point. Um, Mega Man 2 or Mega Man DWR was like one of the first Mega Man Game Boys that I'd play. Um, but uh, I, I don't have like a history with the Mega Man Game Boy stuff at all. Um, I really didn't get into a lot of the Mega Man stuff beyond NES until I really got into speedrunning. So once I started getting more into speedrunning and more acquainted with the Mega Man community is when I really started diving into... Uh, the Mega Man Game Boys. So, like, I, I think I have a time. If I, it may not be submitted, but I know I have a time for all five Game Boy games and uh, the the all five marathon run as well too. Um, so, like, I have, I guess I have that under my belt. And every once in a while, like, I'll play a Mega Man here and there. Uh, like, we had the Mega Man Two tournament uh, a few years back, where. Um, a lot, honestly, a lot of glitches were found when, you know, when people were when people took on the game and started diving into it. Like we had a lot of veteran Mega Man runners, you know, come into the game and take a look at it and check it out and find even more screen wraps and glitches and whatnot with the game than what was already found before. So it was really cool to see the, the an already busted game and speedrunning get even more busted. So. Um, and just the potential of like so many soft locks now that can happen <laughs> if you're at a, a high caliber runner of the game, like watching Indy and Prissy and Tremaine do like all those screen wraps that are going through walls and stuff like that. And one wrong move and you're just done. Yeah. Like that's the end of the run. <laughs> so, um, it, it, it's, it's a fun speed run to watch just because it's, it's so fast. You know, it's, it's a short game, but it's so fast. Like there is no room for error in the speed run at all if you're if you're a high caliber runner and when it when it's done perfectly it looks so good so uh but yeah that's really it for me like for me my 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 mega man mastery so to speak revolves around the nes mega mans because that's what i grew up with um but uh i mean having played mega man 2 nes and then mega man 2 game boy you know, it's like, well, Mega Man 2 NES, in my opinion, is the better game because, you know, you can't really compare them. But it's just like, you know, like if you're going to pay, like, oh, Mega Man 2, you're like, most time people are like, oh, the NES Mega Man, you're like, oh, no, the Game Boy version, <laughs> <laughs> you know, so. But, um, yeah, I, I mean, I, I liked Mega Man 2. I think it's a fun game. I think the it's unfortunate what happened with the audio because I do think the OST is actually pretty good for the game. It just sucks that the, the, the pitch was just off on the render. 
Otherwise, I I honestly think the music it would be one of the better soundtracks for Mega Man Game Boy uh, out there. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, looks like you got some retro retro achievements though. Yep, for those people who like to get some achievements for this game, this is actually a really good list. Well, uh, it's not always the case, but yeah, of course, the normal thing beat the game. Uh, simple enough. Uh, also, beat all the robot masters with just the buster. Simple enough. Like again, this is an easy game, so you can do it. Um, some of them even have like do not pause. Well, it's beat with a with a pea shooter and not pause the game, meaning that you also can't use an e tank to uh, to beat the, the bosses. Basically, that's that's what that's for. But it's it's super simple. Then there's like one. Uh, there's two random ones, like don't use Rushjet in Magnet Man stage for the Yoku block puzzle. And uh, beat the game with nine lives remaining, which is also very simple to do. So uh, yeah. there's, a, there's a lot of lives in this game. It's basically the Mega Man 5 of the Game Boy <laughs> Mega Man games. There, there's so many lives yeah. you can get in this one. So yeah, fun list. Definitely give it a cry. Uh, a cry. You can give it a cry as Definitely well. Definitely give it a cry. But you can also give it a try uh, if you want these achievements. It's uh, it's very doable. So there you go. Definitely give it a cry. <laughs> um, but uh, to the speed running pieces of it now, um, like I mentioned earlier, the speed run of it kind of got busted open when the Mega Man Two tournament uh, came around. Uh, world record holder is ND right now uh, with a time of 18 minutes and 12 seconds uh, on the Super Game Boy 2. Uh, this was back in 2018. Mm-hmm. So um, we've definitely gotten newer runs in here. There's some from the twenty from 2022, 20, 2021, uh, and of the sorts like Mo here. You have, you submitted back in 2014, <laughs> right? Uh, mine was back. Mine was back in 2018 during the Mega Man 2 tournament. Uh, when I was uh, doing all that stuff with uh, John Carls and Andy and Prissy and all that stuff, so um, in terms of like strategies, this game is actually kind of interesting for a speed run because you can kind of just break it up into like segments. So like you, you can go for like some of the easier tricks, like what we talked about during the actual gameplay, where getting me- getting a metal man stuck in the wall. Um, using a hard knuckle to wrap a couple screens off of a ladder, things like that. Like these are very, very easy and pretty non-threatening to a soft locked, um, and you know saves you a bit of time. So you can you can get an okay time with just you know the absolute basic OG strats. But uh, if you want to get real crazy and start competing for the the sub nineteen minute times, it's when you circle and four. The, uh, the frame perfect, you know, hard knuckle off of ladders or the frame perfect, you know, transitions into walls with rush and things of that nature that will cause you to soft lock if you do something mm-hmm. wrong. So um, it's, it's, a, it's very interesting. You can either be very beginner friendly and then over time start to add in elements to the to the speed run to, to bring down your time. So... And with it being a, such an easy game, it's actually a pretty pretty nice speed run to get into as well too. If you're looking to get into a Mega Man speed run, 
Uh, this is by far the one of the easiest Mega Man speedrun games to get into. Um, and it's short. It's it's 20 to 25 minutes compared to, you know, a half hour to 45 minutes for an NES game. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, that's all I got for speedrunning stuff. We're not a speedrunning podcast. We, <laughs> no. barely, we barely do that stuff anymore at all, in a way. The only time we speedrun now is for marathons. <laughs> yeah, if even. Speed, speed, <laughs> ru- speed run, quote unquote. <laughs> <laughs> We're not taking another break. We just got off of one. Uh, God, I forgot to put community events in. I don't know if we there are not that many right now. Uh, going on right now. And I think the the only one I can think of on the top of my head that is coming up shortly is uh, Frame Fatals. Uh the yes. winter edition, I guess that's oh, it's Frost Fatals then, right? Yeah. Frost Fatals. So that, yeah. that's coming up uh, somewhere in February. I forgot. Uh, but beyond that, I don't think there's anything going on really because we we just came out of a season with a lot of marathons. So uh, a lot, of, a yeah, lot so, of marathons. So it's it's a bit shorter. On that, right? Yeah, here we go. I got it. So, Frost Fatales 2023. Uh, if you don't know what Frost Fatales is, it's uh, it's an all-women speedrunning event uh, that is on GDQ. It's actually a super cool event. It's a lot of fun to watch, mm-hmm. honestly. Uh, it'll be running from February 26th through March 4th. And the schedule is actually available yeah. now, so let's see if there's any Game Boy games. That I don't know. Um, no one cares about speed. Um, Tunic is a cool game, but not a Game Boy game. Ooh, Silent Hill 3, not a Game Boy game. Stray, not a Game Boy game, but good game. <laughs> PS1. Game Gear, Tales Adventure. Tales Adventure on Game Gear, at least it's handheld. Sonic Triple Trouble on the Game Gear. Got another handheld. Uh, Pokemon Coliseum. Oh God, I actually would like to watch that. Uh, Tweety and the Magic Gems for the Game Boy Advance. Learn, learn, learn with Pokemon Typing Adventure for the DS. Let's see, Super Mario Advance for the Game Boy Advance. A lot of PC games. Holy smokes. No actual GB games, though. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, is what it is. But uh, really cool event, though. Uh, super, super um, uh, urge you all to watch it. Uh, it's, it's a very fun event. It's it's actually really cool to, to see uh, this type of thing happen. And they benefit the uh, Malala Fund. Um, and... If you don't know what the Malala Fund is, uh, the Malala Fund works worldwide where all girls can um, learn and lead, essentially, trying to build out some some world leaders and company leaders of the such. So trying to give secondary education, giving resources to women uh, and young girls that may not have the resources of tr- uh, organically available to mm. them uh, to, you know, uh become higher in today's world so very 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 good cause uh very cool very cool marathon so yeah uh beyond that i know midwest speed fest is about to do a thing i 
I have such a hard time keeping track of <laughs> things nowadays. But I know Midwest Speed Fest typically has a thing that comes out in the winter. Um, oh, it looks like so now they have, okay, they pushed it to April. Oh, so okay. yeah. So this time around, uh, Midwest Speed Fest will be uh, April 14th to the 16th so far. So there may be some stuff that comes up before then, but I don't. Yeah, I I, I don't know it. No idea either. No. But uh, RG, what do we get? We got anything going on in RG? I don't think we got much going on in RGL. No. Nope. Right <laughs> nope. Like nothing until probably retro thought. Or uh, we'll do the uh, the Valentine's Day thing. Probably. Oh yeah. RG love. We'll probably yeah. do the RG love. Yeah, we'll probably do RG love. We'll have retrothon. Obviously, yeah. Uh, maybe we'll do a time. Maybe we'll do a Tiny Ten remix. Yeah, but that's that's still months away. So <laughs> that's still a long yeah. ways away. But maybe we'll do one this year. Yeah. Who knows? We didn't do one last year. Mm-hmm. So, um, and then Power Up with Pride literally just finished up their Power Up with Pride winter stuff last month. So they're gonna be on a break until at least June when they do the Power Up with Pride summer edition. So. Yeah. Uh, but we're in that we're in that lull right now of marathons. Like we're we just finished AGDQ. Now we're gonna have like that like couple month break, and then it's gonna yeah, pick back gonna up, up again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's how it always works. But uh, yeah, uh, anything in chat or Discord? Uh, no, nothing in Discord at least when it comes to questions. Uh, I say we were pretty quiet in Discord for this game, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, not nothing over there. Suffram so says they're really a best Mega Man. Yes, Mega Man three on the NES. <laughs> or are they all equally terrible? Well, I personally don't like the X games, but that is, you know that's for a, a different conversation. <laughs> but. Uh... All right, well, that's easy enough yeah. then. <clears throat> we can go into our sweet scripted uh, closing then. That, you know, is never on the fly. And never. Never, never just thought of off the top of our head. <laughs> um, and it's been a few months since we've done it. So it's had to be good. Um, if you have any thoughts and suggestions for the podcast, uh, we'd love to hear from you in any f- form or fashion. Whether it's through the Retro Gaming Live chat when we're live doing these episodes, whether it's in our Discord, I'm pointing to these softwares that you have no idea what I'm pointing to, to if you're in our Discord, uh, whether it's in the RGL channel or in our actual This Is Game Boy Discord server, um, DMing us, whether on Twitch or Discord, tweeting at us, uh, hanging out in our streams, whatever, if, if and when we get the times to stream. Uh, we'd love to hear from you about the podcast, uh, good, the good, the bad, and the ugly. We're always looking for ways to enhance the podcast. Like I we mentioned earlier, uh, we changed the layout of the podcast a bit for the live episodes to make my life a bit easier, but you can definitely use some tweaking. I think the borders are a little bit too thick. I think the layout could be a little bit more clean, but uh, overall, like we're trying to get the gears a little bit more greased up and rolling to make a bit more 
professional production coming out of this now that uh, we're getting a little bit of time. We've been at it for five, almost five years now, four, five years. <laughs> yeah. um, we're, we're learning, we're building, we're trying to get more mature with things, uh, trying to make things easier and more efficient. So we'd love to hear what you all think about it. And uh, oh, we, favorite episodes, like we love talking about episodes, like my favorite, I have two favorite episodes. True Lies, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> and, and Amazing Penguin. Like those are my two favorite episodes that we've done. Yeah, they they have been great. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Both of which showcase both of our personalities You're very right, well. Right. So in true lies, we didn't even talk about the yeah. game. We just talked about the movie the entire time. So <laughs> <laughs> an amazing penguin has made a bunch of seductive <laughs> and and suggested uh <laughs> fan pick on the damn penguin. So <laughs> it was great. Um so yeah, we like talking about episodes as well too. So you know, definitely, you know, tell us what your favorite episodes were, or what your least favorite episode was. I I have a few of them as well too. Uh, I would love to go redo Solar Striker. Again, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> well, yeah, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that was our yeah. first episode, but like, I would love to redo it. Sure. Um, you know, but uh, but yeah. Let us know, um, even hitting like reviews and stuff on the podcast stuff, like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, things like that. We read them if there's new ones there. Like I've read the few already that are on Apple. So, uh, but yeah. Anyway, you can find me, E Bloody Candy, on Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, YouTube, Instagram, TikTok. That's it. I'm not joining any other social medias <laughs> that other people are flocking to. Uh, where can they find you, Mo? You can find me on Twitch, uh, Twitter, and YouTube uh, for the gaming stuff. And uh, if you're just interested in seeing me posting pictures of my comic books that I can't stop buying, uh, you can also follow <laughs> me on Instagram. Uh, it's all uh, slash Moola, which is M-O-E-L-L-E-U-H. Oh. It's all the same handle, so. Imagine having the UH at the end of your name. You can also find our fantastic producer, Sprinting Legs. Uh, Sprinting Legs on Twitch and Twitter. Legs on YouTube. And definitely check out her project website, www.sprintinglegs.com, where you can find our Game Boy database project, a.k.a. the Game Boy Manual project, so if you're ever looking for a Game Boy manual uh, and you don't have it, we may potentially have it. If you go to gbmanuals.com and type in the game, we may have a scan of that manual for you. So, And uh, obviously she has other projects as well, like uh, time conversions and fighting game stuff that she does now mm. with Sailor Moon and whatnot. So, um, Yeah. Time to go into sellout mode. Patreon. So we have a Patreon. Uh, if you would like to be a patron of Patreon, um, we have tiers that we still need to talk <laughs> yeah. about. Maybe we'll do that in 2023. <laughs> um, but we have tiers that you all can can patron for, I guess. I don't know what the verbiage you're supposed to use for that is. Um, 
But uh, it gives you, we give you some exclusive stuff so you can see some behind the scenes things. We give you access to our notes, uh, which depending on who's writing them are either really bad or they're really good. <laughs> uh, <Jeez>. <laughs> so um, it just depends who writes them. Uh, we have behind the scene blooper stuff. So a lot of times they will have some, some mess ups like when Mo can't speak English at the start of the episode. Mm. Uh, that goes into the blooper reel sometimes. Um, we have access, certain special access to the Discord, premier access to Haunt Hunters whenever Mo and I have chance to play horror games together. Um, just a little bit of you know, kind of a thank you for being a patron type deal and giving us some 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 support. Um, we also have PayPal. The issue with PayPal is that we can't tie PayPal into anything at all. So if you do, you know, just want to support us via PayPal, please let one of the three of us know we want to thank you in some form or fashion. Uh, we don't know what that looks like yet because no one's ever reached <laughs> yeah. out to us. But we'll figure it out. All right. We'll figure it out. Um, we have a merch store. Uh, Merch.thisisgameboy.com. Uh, where right now you can get a shirt and a mug. I know we want to expand on that store. Uh, I hope maybe we'll expand on it this year. We'll mm-hmm. see what how much time and and design stuff we can get out. But I know we want to expand on that this year to get you some some more stuff like stickers. People love stickers. Mo doesn't like stickers. Nope. <laughs> uh, people love st- <laughs> people love stickers. I have literally no affinity um, with stickers whatsoever. So. Mo's like, why do we want a coffee cup? No one's going to buy a coffee cup. And we've sold like five in the first week we launched it. Don't even give me anything of that. No one wants a coffee cup. <laughs> um, I think that's all the sellout we have, right? That yeah. Is, yeah. All right. Sell, sellout mode done. Um, non-sellout mode. Listening to the podcast, watching us on RGL. Leaving reviews on podcast services, just mark just hitting the five stars, leaving a little comment. Make sure it's five stars though. Just leave a little comment. It's, it supports us hugely. Um, better the reviews, the higher up we rank on the podcast stuff, the more listens we get. Higher up that stuff ranks up by like SoundCloud and things of that nature as well too. And it just you know reinforces that people like to listen to us old folk talk about old Game Boy games that most people overshadow or don't remember or forget about <laughs> <laughs> over time. So uh, thank you all for listening to our podcast. Thank you for soon to be five years in May of This Is Game Boy. So crazy to think we've been doing this for that long. So long. Unbelievable. Didn't think we'd be doing it for this long, honestly, when we first started. (laughs) But, uh, yeah. Yeah. I think that's it for the closing stuff. Oh, yeah. Figure out a game. Yeah. Oh, my God. And if you just skip this entire part of selling out and and social media and things like that, uh, and and you still want to find it, it's just on thisisgameboy.com. All right. So, yeah, the next time you hear from Mo and I, we're going to talk about a Japanese exclusive Shipu Iron Leaguer, which I might be based off of anime. I have no idea. <laughs> we'll find out when we do our <laughs> yeah, notes. <laughs> it, it is. It is. I'm pretty sure it is. Uh, 
Yeah. So we're going to talk about a sports game that is not a sports game. I told you we get a sports game. That's a main episode. <laughs> I told you we would. This one is all the sports game. All it's the all, all the sports. sports. That's right. We're hitting them. We're hitting yeah. them all in one so, episode. So we never have to talk about sports ever again. <laughs> True. <laughs> True. All right. So yeah, with that, uh, the next time Shipu Iron Leaguer. Until then, thank you all for watching. If you're watching it live, thank you all for listening. If you're listening to it in the in the, well, I guess the future now, um, and thank you all for just the support for the podcast in the future. If it, <laughs> In the future. <laughs> Welcome to the world of tomorrow. There we go. We gotta get one more yep. in there for late. There we so. go. More work. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, thank you all again for, for for the support and see you all in a month ish, I guess. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Ta ta. Later, man. Pixel being a good boy? He's sleeping, so. So, yes. <laughs>